Welcome to a very special unplanned trick. Or should I say, sorry, unplanned trick. It's special for two reasons today. One, it is Halloween. And two, I am joined by Twitter's very own Trekkie Dive. Joining me from the other side of the world, from Wales, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm really glad to be here. I, um, I listen to your show every week. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And um, it's a real honour and privilege to, uh, to be invited along and, uh, and talk to you today. Thank you very much. Flattery will absolutely get you on the show. <laughs> and I'm very excited to have you on as well because um, from my perspective, I think you were the one of the first people that actually engaged and listened to the pod from, uh, from, from my perspective, maybe from the very start. So one of the questions I had for you is how did you come across Unplanned Trek? Uh, do you know what? I think you followed me on right. Twitter, and um, you were one of my very first followers. And um, at the time, I was looking to engage as much as possible. Mm. Um, still am. Yeah. And um, I listened to your podcast, found it fascinating. Very, very unique take yeah. on a podcast. Um, loved the size of the podcast, the length mm -hmm. of the podcast. So it means when I wake up on a Monday morning, first thing I do, make a coffee. I do my morning calls. And then I've got a half hour period on a Monday morning where unplanned track comes in. Terrific. And uh, I sit down and, and, uh, and yeah, it, it just kicks off my week. Oh, that's excellent. Because I upload it, I've got them set to go at the same time each week. And for me, it's after I finish work for the day on Monday. So it's 5pm they go up here. So <laughs> it's great that it's um, part of the morning routine cool. where you are. I, I love it. Um, I actually would have joined about the same time too, because I started the unplanned track. Twitter account essentially when I did the first episode the um the mark of Gideon was the first one that I did with and and since yes. then I am still yet to spin another episode of the original series it was the first one and I haven't had another one since but I'm sure there'll be one around the corner soon the way the coin drops that's right but of course because TNG as we're doing this week Deep Space Nine and Voyager particularly have the 170 odd episodes each they do come up more often than, you know, even Short Treks is there, with, <laughs> which only has nine. So <laughs> um, the wheel just favours the brave, I guess. So, yeah, that's excellent. So uh, I mentioned it's Halloween. I'm here in Australia dressed in my Mirror Intendant Kira outfit. Have you got into the theme of Halloween for our listeners as well? Oh, do you know what? Um, I'm not a big fan of Halloween. No? Um, Truthfully. No, my wife constantly has a go at me for this. She loves Halloween. Um, <laughs> she dresses up, uh, get the candy in. Yep. Uh, we've got everybody knocking the door. Um, I just never got into it. I don't know why. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a much bigger fan of Christmas. Yes. Um, with it being a couple of weeks away now, oh, I love Christmas. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah... I'm sorry, Halloween's just not not a big one for me. Well, I guess that explains why you weren't really enamoured with what I'm wearing. I could bring it back for the Christmas episode yeah. and wear a Father Christmas wig slash mirror intendant Kira. I mean, any excuse, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, um, I, I said earlier that you're, f you're Welsh, so you're from Wales, that's correct? Born and bred? I am indeed. I am indeed. Yep. Born and bred? Born and bred? One question I like to ask guests is your has your country or even region where you live ever featured in Trek lore? So like in an episode or has there been a reference where I'm from in Tasmania and like for listeners, if you picture Australia as a, like a shape of a fist, 
um, Tasmania is an island at the bottom left of, just off it. Tasmania does get mentioned in, in an episode, the one with um, where they go back to 2024 and it's, everything's war and, and um, Cisco becomes some other time lord and makes things. There was a character in that that wanted to come to Tasmania anyway. We're like, yeah, Tasmania! Yeah. yeah. Has Wales ever been mentioned or, or um, your city or um, province or <laughs> region? Do you know what? Uh, do you know what? The only thing that I can think of is a series two episode of Discovery. Right. And it's the, the one with the sphere where they encounter the sphere and the sphere overloads the bridge and you can hear a, a variety of different languages coming over the intercom. Right. And if you listen faintly, Welsh comes through. And that's the only thing I can think of. I, I can't think of any other episode throughout the entire sort of the entire franchise that, that mentions Wales, but you can hear a little bit of Welsh in that one series two episode of Discovery. Is there a Welsh? So yeah, it, it, it's been mentioned. Is there any Welsh jealousy of Scotty? Like we could have been there as the engineer instead of. Could have been there. Yeah. 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 But how can you? I mean, Scotty is a classic, classic yeah. character. He is. I mean, you, you, you can forgive him for that. He's he's just perfect anyway. So well, there might be a little bit of jealousy, but I, I not think, too much. I think more more than anything, you can probably claim Star Trek Four as yours because it's literally the one about Wales. I'm sorry, I'll see myself yes. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, I, I thought of that. Yeah, that, that would have been a perfect answer. <laughs> Feel free to use it, you know, like you are the listener of the podcast, so <laughs> you yeah. can claim it, yeah. Well, we've been, we watched this week um, a very crazy episode of Star Trek, a little bit, it's actually quite fitting as a Halloween one, actually, because there's... You know, um, different. All the characters get into different costumes, particularly Ardra. Um, so we'll, we'll have a look at it yeah. in the unique lens of unplanned trick. Is it worse than Chrysalis? Or is it better than Sparkamarks? This question has been a very easy one to answer ever since I've introduced this segment. This episode is not worse than Chrysalis. <laughs> did you watch Chrysalis the week we did that one? Yeah. Isn't it just the worst I piece did. of science fiction you've ever seen? Oh, there, <laughs> it, there is. There's a couple of contenders, and I won't spoil mm. it for the, the listeners, because at some point you're going to get to yeah. them. But for now, I think Chrysalis is going to remain in that position for a long time. That's right. Um, yeah. But who knows? It, it's a good way to throw in. And like, I, I'd watched Deep Space Nine before I came up with the idea of this podcast, but I had quickly forgotten that episode. And when me and Andrew watched that episode, and it was the first one I'd ever done with him, and I'm like looking at him afterwards like, you sure you want to do this podcast with me? But it ended up having quite a lot of material yeah. we could use. But yeah, so this one's certainly not worse than Chrysalis. Um, Spock and Mock is obviously a different type of episode than this one. There's a lot of fun and engaging episode. This one feels more, to me, more like in the serialised TNG vein. Um, I'm probably a, a no, it's Absolutely. not as good as Spock and Mock, but what's your take on it? Uh, so for me, Spock and Mock um, is a fantastic episode. Mm. Um, I think 
that uh, particularly coming from a, a new series in the franchise to have something of, of that quality that slips into and competes with many of the great episodes mm. in the past is is just something to to really cherish and uh, and uh, and reward the, the 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 writers of that episode on um, it's going to take something special to beat Spock and Mark in my opinion yeah. um, they are out there um, and again, I won't spoil it for the listeners, but but Spock and Mock, again, I think will be on top for a very long time. Yeah, this one feels like like in a bell curve. It's, this one would just be up the top of the bell. It's a it's a nice, safe, even episode. Not too not too dramatic, yeah. not too political. And we can move on to the next episode next week. Saying that, the, the other bit I like to add to this section is: if this was your first ever taste of Star Trek, do you reckon you would have kept going? Yeah, absolutely. Enough to real you. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean. It's easy to say because I, I love Star Trek. Yeah. But um, I think it's good enough to keep you keep you interested and uh, and like you said, it's a solid episode. Yeah. Um, doesn't beat Spock and Mark, but mm. uh, it's solid enough to, to to keep you keep you interested. And yeah, I would have kept going. Agreed. Absolutely. Yeah, I would have too. There's a uh, you know enough action and you know Data is very funny in this episode, and you get to see the devil, although it's not Dave Grohl from the Tenacious D movie. Um, <laughs> Yes. Although it's not, it's still good. (laughs) The Riker Medal. This is a very popular section here on Unplanned Trek. It's where you, you don't focus on the characterization or the great storytelling that the writers do you're basically looking to see if Riker was in that scene if if the characters are acting like Riker would have so I, I made a couple yeah. of points here that we could go through I thought it was worth considering Ardra and Picard for a point um, the notes I've got here is that they held hands but he recoiled and referred to her as obvious and vulgar that's not good first date material, and I don't think it's the way Riker would have played it. He would have loved it. <laughs> oh, Riker would have been all over that. He would have been all over that. Yeah. Um, the episode would have gone in a very different direction. Yeah, that's it. Would have been. Well, I don't know what Riker's like. If it was me, it would have been a pretty quick episode. <laughs> but yeah, for Picard, he's not interested, um, and he didn't even care when she appeared in his bedroom. Like, like seriously. It, I know. Yeah, I mean. Teenage Isaac watching this would have loved that. Riker yeah, would have loved it. Riker, Riker would have gone, what's taking you so long? <laughs> but yeah, so no points for those two. But there's a, a scene nearly at the end that um, you could have blinked and missed it, but um, Ardra appeared as Troy in Picard's room. And I've got, he didn't yes. look surprised. Like he was, he, he didn't flinch. He didn't push her away. And when she traced her finger down his chest, I would have been ticklish as hell. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't recall, didn't say no. And I've actually referred to it here as the Troy maneuver. Oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah. So I like it, the Troy. I'm thinking Troy, yeah. even though it's Ardra doing the, it's, it's, what is it? We say Ardra as Troy, even though that's the case, it's Troy that, that, Getting the point here in Picard, I'm thinking for the for the Riker medal this week. Do you, how do you feel about that? 
yeah, do you know what? I can't argue with that. Yeah. I can't argue with that. Uh, I, you're right, blink and you miss it, but... Um, but we're yeah, looking out for it. it, it was no stuff. recoiling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and she would, she would have sensed something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Terrific. All right, well, it's time to move on to the next section. The Captain Jean-Luc Picard Medal So as I like to do when I've got a, a special guest on the show I like to share the votes around this week And the Picard Medal, the votes this week Are going to be um, discussed by Di So over to you Who's got the one vote this week? Oh, so the one vote for me, um, and I must say it was it was somewhat easier this week. I think right. the, the, the sort of the Picard medal category, um, lots of potential heroes in this episode, but for me the the one point uh, goes to Geordie. So Geordie at the end of the episode mm-hmm. discovers the secret behind Ardra, mm-hmm. how her magic is being performed, and essentially saves the day. And uh, saves Picard's soul because mm, had he lost, he was going to be spending a lot of time with Ardra. So with yeah, someone that me, he described as obvious story. and vulgar, like you don't want to spend a turn eternal eternity. Yeah, sorry, I, That's I, the one. I, I interrupted to stumble on a sentence there. <laughs> <laughs> All good. <laughs> But yeah, Geordie, absolutely worthy of votes. And he usually does stuff with Data, but this, with Data being chief, like, um, chief of the judiciary system, he didn't have Data to do the dirty work this week. And no shut up Wesley either. He didn't, no. Mm. Yeah. No shut up Wesley. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I don't think Wesley's in this episode. I think he's... Thinking bu- about it? I think he's busy with not Tom Paris at the moment. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. No, the squadron. I think that's what they're called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should get t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. All right. So, Geordie for one. Who's for two? So, number two for me um, is Acoste Jared. So, right. it's it's a passing line right at the beginning of the episode when Ardra first appears. She appears in the chamber as Jared and Picard are, are interacting and one of the first things he does is he sacrifices himself and says, if you've come here to, um, to, to punish my people, blame me. And I think that's a very noble act. Mm. So for me, he gets two points. Um, it's, uh, it's not something that I could see every leader doing, um, and I think he deserves some points for, 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 for falling on his sword. Um, nothing came of it, but... He yeah. was willing to, 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 to make well, that sacrifice. Yeah, um, and certainly <laughs> with modern day politics that we've certainly seen a bit this year, um, you know, Absolutely. as, as um, what did we say about science fiction? You know, it's as, as relevant now as it ever was. Yeah, so well done, writers of the early yeah. 90s. Yeah. Well, I reckon you could have cool. either Data or Picard for three. That'd be the contenders, wouldn't they? They would be indeed. Yeah. They would be indeed. And me, for me, the three points has to go to Picard in this episode. It's his medal. Um, it's a Picard, <laughs> it's a Picard episode. Yeah. Um, he 
he just he's like a dog with a bone. He won't let go. He doesn't believe that Arthur is the devil, um, and he sticks at that. And he he just goes after that, and he is determined to not let Ardra hold the the, the people of Ventax too um, to to this contract. And ultimately, he he wins the day. So for me, just for sticking at it and being tenacious, Picard gets all three. It's excellent votes, and what I like. This is really typical Star Trek too. And I'm I guess I'm saying it, it sounds negative, but I love that it's like this. He is so fully committed to protecting this planet that we will never hear about again. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah. he's all in. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, yeah, I, I mean, I'd love to see a follow-up episode. What happened at the end? Mm. Picard leaves. They've just realised that everything that they've believed in for the past thousand years was nothing, basically. Um, well, well, that's okay. We've, we've got to go. We've got Moriarty in the holodeck. We've got to focus on that yeah. or something else. <laughs> <laughs> we'll forget about these four planets. But it's what I like about Lower Decks as well is they come across the, the the planets that have been mentioned in, like, one-off episodes. Like the, what are they, the Exocoms. Like, we never heard about them again, but they're, that, that's a yeah. character. Even um, Gomez, the um, ensign that spilt the hot chocolate on um, Picard, she's a captain now. Yeah. That's great, you know. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, they're yeah. fantastic votes, but you know, if we've got, if you, you know, you were glass half full this episode, so that means that I'm going to have to put on my negative pants and see uh, who could have done more in this week's episode. The Keiko O'Brien Medal. This um, was very awkward naming this award after any character because it's, it's here forever, you know. But Keiko O'Brien, you know, I can't think of an episode where she actually added to the narrative. It's usually just... And Miles doesn't treat her particularly well. And she's a good mum. She's a better parent than Worf. But her character never got the development yeah. or... I think the best time for Keiko O'Brien was Mirror Episodes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but Absolutely. Do you know what? When when I you go. Yeah. Sorry. When I first listened to your, your podcast, mm. um, my first thought when I heard Kate O'Brien Man was, "Ooh, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. And then I sat back and thought, Do "You know what? Is there another character that that I would argue is more worthy of that title?" And there's not. And I don't blame Keiko. I really mm. don't. It's the writers. The writers just didn't utilise that character enough in the right way, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, someone, know, Unfortunately, someone's got to take that title and... And yeah. O'Brien and Bashir had a much up. better relationship than O'Brien and O'Brien. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even with Garrick on the side. It's still, you know, there was no jealousy. That was all right, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so this week I've given votes. So first negative vote goes to Dr. Clark. Now, I don't know if you remember him, but he's not in it for much, but he had a cuppa and a chat with Picard, and that's great. And I thought to myself, if I had that opportunity, I wouldn't just sit there and talk about myself. I'd be asking questions. Yeah. Tell me about the Locutus stuff. What's happening at the vineyard back home? Everything. I, you know, um, do you prefer Riker without a beard? You know, um, how's yeah. Armist these days? Anything, you know, 
cute. Just bring up anything, but you don't talk about, yeah. you know, oh, I've got a really good team down on my planet and we work really hard, you know, it's it's no enterprise, but it pays the bills, you know. That's kind of the conversation he had, and I thought to myself, no, Dr. Clark, if you get a window of time with Picard, you've got to use it. Two votes. Absolutely. Two votes go to Wharf. And um, I don't, don't know if you had him considered for any positive points, but for me, he blamed bad transmission on the source very quickly. Like, he didn't, he wasn't taking ownership yeah. of, of that. He got knocked over by Ardra without being touched. You know, this is a big Klingon, full of glory and honour. Yeah. He, he went down very quick. And he had no idea, the Chief of Security, no idea that Picard was missing. Like... Yes. If I... I mean, uh, it's Chief of Security 101. Exactly. I mean, take care of your captain. Yeah. You know what he is. You, you put a chip on him, like the Find My iPhone app, you put that on your captain, and if he's not on board, beep, 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 oh, captain's not here. Like, within a second. Yeah. So, Wolf, you know... Yeah, You're so, right. Yeah, right, yeah, that's right. So two for him. Yeah, but he's lucky that Jacob Marley was in the episode. Can you remember him? Yes. He was in the pre-title yes, sequence, the hollow ghost. So my comment is, for acting with data and not acting with Beverly, the ghost whisperer, he gets the three votes this week. We just want any ghost to interact with Beverly. Give the fans what they want. <laughs> line of the episode for an episode we call one on the bell curve and just one that was you know one of the 26 for the season there's actually some really good lines in this episode so i've noted down a few and i'm going to give die the chance to um make the call on which one of these three is the line of the episode so the first one i've got is data he says the advocate will refrain from expressing personal affections for her opponent and I'm like, oh, write that one down. That's yeah. that's not one that you usually get a judge saying in in a court of law. At least not the yeah. you know not that I go very often, but <laughs> just what I've seen from TV. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a line early on that I think Patrick Stewart really enjoyed delivering, and he went, he said, "Method acting, I'm vaguely familiar with it." And I thought, oh, he's born familiar yeah. with it. That's that's just gold for for Patrick Stewart, you know. And the other one I've got is a data one. The advocate will refrain from making her opponent disappear. They're the three I've got this way. Good choice. Yeah. Good choices. Better, or, or have you got another yeah. one, another wild card for me? Or is it one of those three? Do you know what? Um, I would probably go with the second one, the method uh, acting quote. Yeah. I think, like you said, so Patrick Stewart would have really enjoyed delivering that line. <laughs> and as a contender in this competition, I think you, you, can't take, you can't take that away from him. I think, yeah, absolutely. That line is, uh, is the one for me. And I think that's the, the one we should go with. I reckon you could feel all the staff, like not just the actors, but, you know, the best boy, the key grip, the, the assistant writer, all like, you have to say the line that I wrote. Let's go watch him do it. And, you know, oh, he, this is such, and showing such disdain for acting when he's so good at it. It's, it's just fantastic. Very, yeah. very Patrick Stewart. Yeah. 
Well, just before we did that section, I spun the wheel to see what episode I'll be watching next week. And it's come come across a Voyager episode again. It's called The Voyager Conspiracy. Is that a f- episode you're familiar with? Uh, right. Do you know what? Off the top of my head, I think it's Series 7 or Series 6. Yeah, I think it's... Is like, it? Yeah, I, I think it might be 6 or 7. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? It's probably an episode I've watched once, yep. maybe twice. Uh, but looking forward to rewatching it and uh, listening to the podcast. Yeah. Listening to Unplanned <laughs> Rep. Oh, and, you, you've uh, got it. And, yeah, it. Having my coffee. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting stuck into that. Yeah, fantastic. When when I saw the name of the episode, I wondered if it was the one where the crew were playing the um, hollow novel that Tuvok ended up writing about the Marquis, um, how they could take over the ship. But I don't think that's that one because that one is I don't like a series one. one or two. But I think you're right that this might be a series six yeah. or seven. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in that one and what the conspiracy actually is. It might be a seven of nine episode, like a seven of nine. It might actually be one where she's coming up with conspiracies herself, actually. That might be what it is. Yeah. Wasn't it an episode very late on where her implants started playing up and she got very paranoid Mm. and everything was a conspiracy? It might be that one. It might be that one, yeah. So it'll be cool to see next week. So everyone, you've got a week to watch that one. Um, and be sure to send in tweets with your votes for the sections we've done today. I'd be um, happy to share those, and you can tell me why I'm wrong with what I come up with next week. But before we go, I'd just like to big a, a big shout-out, and um, uh, that your name's obviously in the title here, so people that are listening can give you a follow on Twitter and also um, a comment on how you've gone today. It's been fantastic having you on the show. But before I let you go, I'd, I'd like you to share with... Um, our, our dear listeners here about your blog idea and what you've been doing recently. It's been, I've, I've been enjoying watching what you've put out there so far, but your idea is a little bit more linear than the one that I'm doing. So yeah, let, let us know what you're doing. It is. So I am going to attempt to rewatch every episode in the Star Trek franchise. It's much like you. I've done the math, yeah. and it's going to take the best part of 18 years Excellent. currently, yeah. ignoring the fact we're going to get a lot more episodes coming in over the next couple of years, fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, and I write about them, so I talk a little bit about what I enjoy about the episode, what I dislike about the episode, and what I find in, infrequent about the episode. Um, I'm not somebody that uh, is technically gifted such as yourself that can do a podcast um, I'm somebody that enjoys writing yeah. sitting down with a cup of coffee and uh, and getting my thoughts down on paper so uh, yeah I thought I'd do this it's a bit of fun it's something to pass the time and uh, and yeah I, I can't remember the, the URL it's a long winded URL but That's right, we'll give as it you said here. follow me on yeah. Twitter yeah. at Trekkie Die and you, you can get to it through that and what, um, what you're doing as well we, is that going we, you're not going in chronological order of how they've made the episodes but are you going in like chronological canon order because you I've, I've noticed you've started with enterprise yeah 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 so i'm going i'm going to try and go in chronological chronological canon order which does mean technically do i do discovery season one mm-hmm. and two and then and then wait yes. do for uh street three four and ultimately five 
Um, Unless they go yeah, back. Yeah, that's going to be weird. I reckon they'll come back. I've not read a thing. That's not a spoiler, but it's just a theory. No. Come back and find Prime Lorca. That's what I want. Yes. <laughs> yes. But that, I'd, yes. I'd, give, I'd put actually, money if Lorca turns up. It's more likely that Strange New Worlds will find him more than because they're actually there. Um, but, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if Discovery made it back. Uh, do you know what? I mean, throughout the entire franchise, we've, in, in bits and pieces, learned a lot about 27th, 28th century mm. um, Federation and Starfleet. We know that time travel existed mm. just prior to Discovery Season 3. So, like you, it wouldn't surprise me if mm. they found a way back. Yeah. Um, we shall see. Excellent. Hopefully, we'll have many more seasons to watch. And, yeah, uh, and as you said, we'll we've, both got, we've both got 18 years to do our project, so um, I'm sure our paths yes. will cross a lot between now and the end of of your um, your blog and my podcast. And that's only if they stop making new content for us. So <laughs> in, in likelihood, yeah. it's 20 years plus. So that's great. And what a good problem to have. But yeah, it's been excellent to have you on as a special guest. I've really appreciated your time. Oh, um, it's been a great way of... Um, thank you very much. Yeah. And it's, you know, really gr um, nice to, to, to meet you from the, um, you know, from literally the other side of the world. It's great that we can get together like this and, and smash out a pod. How great. Yeah. It's been fantastic. It's been a privilege. Thank you so much. It's uh, I've really enjoyed it. Excellent. Thank you. And thank you for listening, guys. Live long and prosper and see you next week for the Voyager Conspiracy. It's just not what you'd expect. That's because it's unplanned track. Unplanned.